Welcome to Midday Prayer for Tuesday, December 20th, 2022, the fourth Tuesday of Advent. Our help is in the name of the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. Jesus says, I am coming soon. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. A reading from the book of Tobit. Tobit's sight restored. Raphael said to Tobias, before he had approached his father, I know that his eyes will be opened. Smear the gall of the fish on his eyes. The medicine will make the white films shrink and peel off from his eyes, and your father will regain his sight and see the light. Then Anna ran up to her son and threw her arms around her son, saying, Now that I have seen you, my son, I am ready to die. And she wept. Then Tobit got up and came stumbling out through the courtyard door. Toba, Tobias went up to him, with the gall of the fish in his hand, and blew it into his eyes, then took hold of him, saying, Take courage, father. With this he applied the medicine on his eyes, and it stung. Next, with both his hands, he peeled off the white films from the corners of his eyes. Then Tobit threw his arms around him, and he wept and said to him, I see you, my son, the light of my eyes. Then he said, Blessed be God, may his great name be upon us, and blessed be all the angels throughout all the ages. Though he afflicted me, now I see my son Tobias. So Tobit went in, rejoicing and praising God at the top of his voice. Tobias reported to his father that his journey had been successful, that he had brought the money, that he had married Raguel's daughter Sarah, and that she was, indeed, on her way there, very near to the gate of Nineveh. Then Tobit, rejoicing and praising God, went out to meet his daughter-in-law at the gate of Nineveh. When the people of Nineveh saw him coming, walking along in full vigor, and with no one leading him, they were amazed. Before them all, Tobit acknowledged that God had been merciful to him and had restored his sight. When Tobit met Sarah, the wife of his son Tobias, he blessed her, saying, Come in, my daughter, and be welcome. Blessed be your God who has brought you to us, my daughter. Blessed be your father and your mother. Blessed be my son Tobias, and blessed be you, my daughter. Come in now to your home, and be welcome with blessing and joy. Come in, my daughter. So on that day there was rejoicing among all the Jews who were in Nineveh. Ahikar and his nephew Nadab were also present to share Tobit's joy. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Whom will he teach knowledge, and to whom will he explain the message? Those who are weaned from milk, those taken from the breast. For it is precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little. Truly, with stammering lip and with another tongue he will speak to this people, to whom he has said, This is rest, give rest to the weary, and this is repose. Yet they would not hear. Therefore the word of the Lord will be to them, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, line upon line, line upon line, here a little, there a little, in order that they may go and fall backward and be broken and snared and taken. Therefore hear the word of the Lord, you scoffers who rule this people in Jerusalem. Because you have said, We have made a covenant with death, 
and with Sheol we have an agreement. When the overwhelming scourge passes through, it will not come to us, for we have made lies our refuge, and in falsehood we have taken shelter. Therefore, thus says the Lord God, See, I am laying in Zion a foundation stone, a tested stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. One who trusts will not panic. And I will make justice the line and righteousness the plummet. Hail will sweep away the refuge of lies, and waters will overwhelm the shelter. Then your covenant with death will be annulled, and your agreement with Sheol will not stand. When the overwhelming scourge passes through, you will be beaten down by it. As often as it passes through, it will take you, for morning by morning it will pass through, by day and by night, and it will be sheer terror to understand the message. For the bed is too short to stretch oneself on it, and the covering is too narrow to wrap oneself in it. For as the Lord will rise up as on Mount Perizim, he will rage as in the valley of Gibeon, to do his deed, strange is his deed, and to work his work, alien is his work. Now therefore do not scoff, or your bonds will be made stronger, for I have heard a decree of destruction from the Lord God of hosts upon the whole land. Holy Wisdom, Holy Word, thanks be to God. The Confession of Belhar, Sections 7 and 8 We believe that God has revealed God's self as the one who wishes to bring about justice and true peace among people. That that God, in a world full of injustice and enmity, is in a special way the God of the destitute, the poor, and the wronged. That God calls the church to follow God in this, for God brings justice to the oppressed and gives bread to the hungry. That God frees the prisoner and restores sight to the blind. That God supports the downtrodden, protects the stranger, helps orphans and widows, and blocks the path of the ungodly. That, for God, pure and undefiled religion is to visit the orphans and the widows in their suffering. That God wishes to teach the church to do what is good and to seek the right. That the church must therefore stand by people in any form of suffering and need, which implies, among other things, that the church must witness against and strive against any form of injustice, so that justice may roll down like waters and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. That the church, as the possession of God, must stand where the Lord stands, namely, against injustice and with the wronged. That in following Christ, the church must witness against all the powerful and privileged who selfishly seek their own interests and thus control and harm others. Therefore, we reject any ideology which would legitimate forms of injustice and any doctrine which is unwilling to resist such an ideology in the name of the gospel. A prayer from the Serum Primer, circa 1514. God be in my head and in my understanding. God be in my eyes and in my looking. God be in my mouth and in my speaking. God be in my heart and in my thinking. God be in my end and at my departing. Amen. A prayer after a suicide or other untimely death. God of compassion, you know our suffering and hear our cries. Trusting in your unending grace, we place all our hope in you. 
embrace us in our agony, comfort us in our sorrow, help us in our distress. Receive this person into your eternal realm, where there is no more crying and no more pain. Sustain us by your mercy, and confirm in us your promise of everlasting peace. In Jesus Christ we pray. Amen. Eternal God, as you led your people in ages past, you direct our journey into the future. We give you thanks that you came to us in Jesus Christ, and we eagerly await his coming again, that his rule may be complete, and your righteousness reign over all the world. Then we will feast at his royal banquet, and sing his praises with the choirs of heaven. By your Spirit, open our eyes to the generosity of your hand, and nurture our souls in all spiritual gifts. Fill us with gratitude overflowing, that we may share life and love in praise to you, God of all the ages, in the gracious name of Jesus Christ, your Son, by the power of your Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. The God of peace be with us. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.